Hello and welcome back to Oh God, I'm in my 20s, the podcast where three clueless friends discuss the highs and lows of newfound adulthood and how to fake it till you make it. I'm Roshni. I'm Lishi. And I'm Singwei. As always, before we start, we're going to do question of the day, which this week comes from Lishi. Uh, yes. <laughs> so since this week is um, Chinese New Year, so my question is going to be related to that. Do you guys feel any festivity around your area? So like Singwei is in Singapore and Roshni is in the UK. Do you guys feel any Chinese New Year vibes around your area? I mean, I definitely feel it just because like where I stay, it's like a student housing, right? It's like a dorm and like everyone's gone. It's just <laughs> me and like my non-Chinese friends and my international friends hanging around here with like no food at all because everywhere else is closed. So like you feel it in that way, I guess. Yeah. Are your festivities lonely? <laughs> yeah. It's That's like so I feel I feel the FOMO, you know, like everyone else is, has something going on and then there's me and then there's my family back home like calling me with like their good food and everything. Oh. And I'm just like thanks guys. <laughs> you have a low any song this year? Oh I low once because I have my cousin here, so I went for like reunion. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good. Nice, nice. What about um, you? significantly less festivities that I'm used to mm-hmm. um, but I've I'm going to Chinatown because apparently there are lots of decorations and like wow yeah I'm going to Chinatown um, and I've been invited to a CNY hot pot so Ooh, wow nice, no, I haven't had it in so long I'm so excited but yes yeah. you're probably going to go to low some sound too Yes, I'm down. <laughs> but is that even a thing in the UK? Or is it not? Because I feel like it's only a Singapore and China, like Malaysia thing for like Losang, like tossing the... I don't know. Are I'll... you invited by your like other Chinese, like non-Malaysian friends or...? Um, she's Korean but grew up in like Taiwan and China. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll find out. You can update us later. Yes, yeah. I'll find out. Yeah, Something to think is just because I don't have friends here. That's why I've been like not <laughs> going anywhere. Because like you would think that I would get invited to things, right? But no. How no, that makes sense. Because <laughs> if everyone goes home, you it's weird to invite mm, your, true. your uni friends home. True. It's fine. You can friend sing. It's fine. It's alone. What? I would invite if I know like my friend is alone back in the hostel. <laughs> I guess cause okay like, my best friend here, like one of them is Malaysian, one of them is like Malay, so <laughs> Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I think it makes Where? sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lishi, how was your how was your Chinese New Year? Yeah. It's pretty festive here back in Malaysia. Um I would say this year is definitely more um, more fun than previous year. For some reason, everyone is just more open. I think because mm. um, everyone has accepted the fact that COVID is just going to stay with us. Mm. <laughs> so we are less um, strict in the sense where we um, the sense where we don't we worry about virus more than other things. But now we still worry about that but not so much that's like yeah <laughs> a good thing to say it is but yeah that's true <laughs> there's no restriction right it's like how many people can gather um no but you have to maintain sop mm. yeah and yeah, also get text get yeah. tested every time you visit someone else's home but it's not like strictly implemented mm. yeah interesting very on topic for today's discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be discussing what the pandemic has taught us. Um, let's let's give some context to when the pandemic first hit us and the first lockdown that we went through. Mm-hmm. It was what February, March 2020? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. We, 
I don't, okay, I need your opinions. I don't know if this is lucky or unlucky, but we were in that like in-between period where we had graduated high school, but has, mm-hmm. hadn't started uni. So it was the like months in between where you're waiting to go to uni and you have- Exactly, she, she went straight away. <laughs> well, some of us made questionable decisions. So yeah, like we had like that free time or Singwe and I had free time. I was in the so. I had free time. <laughs> I had free time. Okay, I needed a break. Um, and I don't know if I would have preferred to have gone through a lockdown in high school or uni. Mm. Thoughts? I think you guys are pretty lucky in terms of you guys were taking a break at a time. Like even though Tsume was interning at that time, but she still hasn't gotten into uni yet. Yeah. If I think back, if I could go back in time, I would choose not to enroll so quickly, knowing that there's a pandemic gonna happen. But I don't regret mm. it because you know things happen for a reason. But mm. I definitely struggled a lot uh, mm. when pandemic first hit um, Australia. Yeah. It was just like every day you were home, right? In your like. Yeah, I spent most of the time by myself. Yeah, it's quite sad. That's why it let I had to come back because I was mm. low key depressed, not feel, not doing so well. Yeah. Yeah, the first lockdown was, I mean, this is really obvious thing to say, but it was really intense for everyone because obviously no one has, or most people have never done that before. Mm. And being like, stuck at home is a lot. Mm. After a while. Weirdly though, I feel like I my experience was like slightly different. It was like, it got worse over time when they kept extending it. But like initially, yeah. it was still like, yeah, like let's like, uh, what? let's like flatten the curve together. Like let's like yeah. do this together. Then like home, home, mm. what? Home businesses were like, like thriving because like everyone was so excited to like support local and like, you know, just have, I guess like, fun with the fact that we are like forced to stay home and yeah like that was the like the vibes in the beginning like people were still sort of like embracing the fact that okay this is something we have to do anyway but over time of course like you know it just got people angry or like frustrated because like they have to like stay home Never ending. yeah like you know they're missing out a lot on like life and I feel like for us also it almost feels like the past two years ish have been like a bit of like a Blur. Yeah, right. It feels like they they shouldn't count, but obviously they do. Yeah. And it's like our like kind of like I don't know, prime. I know. (laughs) It's an important year for us to experience a uni life. But if I have to no pick whether to sacrifice my high school experience of my or my uni experience, I will Shit. Mm, If I have to pick one, I think I will sacrifice my uni experience. Oh really? Interesting. Because I really had a lot of fun um in In high high school. school. So like I would want to lose that. Yeah. If I had to pick, I think I would pick high school. Although I I didn't quite enjoy my high school experience. But yeah, I don't know. I get, I agree with what Sigma said about like how in the beginning of, um, yeah, in the beginning the, there was like novelty and everyone was like, oh, this is a new experience. This is like, okay, yeah. kind of nice. Like you get a break. It's kind of fun. Like you figure out things to do in the pandemic. There was a fucking Delgona coffee shit. Like everyone was making it. Delgona coffee, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I, made, I made that stupid coffee for my brother. Because I hate coffee, but I wanted to make it. So I made it for my brother. And he was so grateful. <laughs> Thank you. How long did you whip it, huh? Thousand times. Oh, dude, I, I ended up caving and I used a, a hand mixer. Cheater. <laughs> Ay, yeah, yeah. It'll hurt, okay? <laughs> I don't have chef arms. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, I enjoyed the novelty of it, but then after a while, like, 
everything else the novelty wanes and then you're left with the reality that like you're just stuck at home for an indefinite amount of time yeah and for me it was with my entire family whom I love dearly but we cannot be trapped in the house together (laughs) for the period of time that we were trapped together for yeah Yeah. but I was proud of you blessing in disguise too would you guys think so like you never spend so that much time with your family without um without covid you know yeah are, like a lot about my family mm, like you i guess it, it's like the same thing lah with like the, the whole initially you appreciate it a lot then like as as you know you you just it, it becomes like all that you can do then like you start feeling um i guess not frustrated at family just more frustrated at the situation because there's just a lot more that you know is part of your life that you can't necessarily do anymore yeah it's like just so do you guys feel that frustration at the beginning or it comes um it um slowly build up because for me Um, it took me a while to feel hmm. that frustration and to get um, negatively affected by it mine came in waves I think like at the beginning there really wasn't any frustration because everyone was working towards a common goal blah 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 but then when it kept getting extended I started feeling very like trapped understandably but then I ended up getting used to being at home for that long and so mm. that that feeling of like frustration went down Mm. but then it built back up again and then Mm. yeah it just I I just went through waves of like getting sick of it and making my peace with it and then getting sick of it again and I think that messes with our heads you know because like I recall right when I had to quarantine for like as in it was like three months of being back in Malaysia but it was locked down so I couldn't meet anyone other than my family and then I went back to Singapore, I quarantined for 14 days. I went out, I went out and I couldn't socialize anymore. Like I I seriously felt like like I felt anxious seeing just people on the streets. So it messed with my head. Yeah. A lot. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when they first announced that everyone can dine in or like go to shopping malls, and then you see a sudden of people in front of you, and then you <laughs> you don't enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm. always like paranoid like oh my god so many people I want to get away from this yeah. I guess I mean now it's fine but I think a, a good chunk of like the previous semester for me was like spent being super socially anxious <laughs> and socially drained I, I get yeah. so drained so much quicker now yeah. Yeah. I think Being... I was getting older. <laughs> no. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe this is just that. <laughs> also, the natural introvert in me doesn't help either. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I feel like yeah, Roshni, you got you got more introverted over time, right? Oh, oh hell like... yeah. <laughs> I am tired now. <laughs> <laughs> like you were the extrovert back in like high school. I was the introvert yeah. that like sought sought refuge in your extrovertedness <laughs> uh, it says a lot about us that I was the extrovert <laughs> um yeah but no making like online learning and making friends at uni is so difficult with the mm. pandemic tell me about and it. I know that everyone says that but no one really talks about like how long it takes you to adjust mm-hmm Lishi, what was your experience? Because you started uni like right as we like, physically. Yeah, so I went, I mean, thankfully, I was able to have some uni experience, even though it's only like three weeks. So I went to tutorials, um, physic, um, face-to-face and campus, lecture hall and stuff like that. And after that, I went on online learning. I struggled a bit because... Um, I think everyone struggled because like the transition from learning face-to-face and to everything 
being recorded, no one's there explaining to you in life. It's harder to understand sometimes, can be hard to understand sometimes. But now, but I think it took me not that long to, to be okay with it because I adapt pretty fast. So now... You go, girl. <laughs> now, I honestly wouldn't go to lecture hall if I can. Just... No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now I say that, like, if I have friends, then I will go with them. But yeah, I save my time, man. <laughs> I'll just sleep. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I feel like I appreciate so much the ability to do like lectures anywhere you want, right? Mm, yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. And like, I like that because sometimes your lecture could be 4 p.m., but if it's recorded, it will be uploaded at like 8 p.m. I could watch that at 8 p.m. instead of 4 p.m. Mm. I like that, man. Like, like being organized and being, do stuff, being able to do my stuff early, mm. finish it. Yeah. Yeah, same. I have in-person lectures now, um, and I feel slightly ungrateful because I still watch the like lecture capture when it's recorded. Mm-hmm. Just because it it may it's more convenient. Like it makes more time. It makes more sense with my schedule. Mm-hmm. And yeah. part of me feels ungrateful for my uh, pre uh, for my pandemic self, but I'm lazy. <laughs> we are all lazy. I mean, yeah, we're all used to like. The ability to like just do it online already so I guess yeah positive I don't know like the pandemic has its pros and cons like it's really like it really sped up the adoption of like technology in a way mm-hmm. like people just put everything online and like, like make and, like, a lot of things like mm-hmm. yeah, like things you need to show up for and things you don't need to show up for mm, yeah you get to prioritize now yeah Okay, guys. And I feel like mm. here's a question: How many of your current friends, uni friends, um, you met through online or physical? <laughs> none, none, none. Actually, eh, no. I met two friends from like a physical lecture back in year one. Mm-hmm. Those are like pretty much my. Those two are like my pretty pretty much my only friends from my faculty that I'm like more close to anyway. Mm. That I would call friends rather than acquaintances. And then, like, the rest of my close friends are, like, from where I stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. Most of my friends have come from either sports or, like, where I lived in first year. Mm. And, like, mutual friends, obviously. But none from online, because I-, I don't know how to make friends on Zoom. <laughs> it's pretty tough, la. So, I know, Lishi, you've been, like, reaching out to people, right? Online. I, I've made a few friends through online. Like, if mm. I haven't reached out to them, we wouldn't be friends now. But mm. there are some people that I feel like we could click. Or, like, through sometimes tutorial, I could hear some Southeast Asian accent. <laughs> <laughs> then, I would go PM that person. Hey! <laughs> hey! Blah blah blah. Want to meet up or something? What's your Instagram? <laughs> and then that person will either say, "Oh, I'm from Malaysia too," or, or <laughs> he or she will say, "Oh, I'm from Singapore." Then I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can. Oh my God, guys! Slightly off topic, but I've discovered a very niche skill in that I can instantly figure out. Like, I can identify the accent, whether it's Malaysian or Singaporean. <gasps> and Dude, same. So same. Oh right? It, it's like... There is a difference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't explain it, but you know. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think actually most Malaysians would be able to tell. Mm. Like, especially if it's like a Singaporean in a sea of Malaysians, you can just tell... Right, but yeah, like same goes to like if there was a Malaysian in like a sea of Singaporeans, yeah. Yeah. I also have now developed a sixth sense for figuring out, um, for like sensing a Singaporean or a Malaysian person near me. Mm-hmm. Oh, legit, it's my Peter Tingle. It's my Peter. <laughs> I was walking down the street, and I like I usually have earphones in, and I just like don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, I was like, no, I'm gonna take one out. <laughs> and then I heard Malay and I was like, oh, Damn. oh. Wow. I know. And they Did were you speak to the person? 
No, they they were really angry. (laughs) They were discussing someone's bad decisions about buying a house somewhere. And I was like, okay, not the time to make friends. (laughs) But like, there's a pretty solid Malaysian and like Singaporean community in the UK, right? Yes. But they do tend to um, stick together. That's true, Rashni. You know, like interesting observation i guess that roshni is probably one of a few friends that i've met that doesn't stick to their own people like malaysian Mm. (laughs) not a bad thing i'm just saying it's just an observation that roshni like a lot of people especially the people i follow on my instagram they all went to the uk but they all hang out with you like malaysians Mm. but even in australia it's the same for them and same for me too so Roshni yeah, how, do I'm, you- how do I do it <laughs> I don't know I'm, I'm honestly I've always been looking for like Malaysian friends and Singaporean friends like at this point I will downgrade and accept Singaporean friends no offense ah, downgrade <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit, shit. English um, protect protect <laughs> but like it's it's really hard to infiltrate that group sometimes Mm. um because they're like obviously it's hard to infiltrate like any friend group once they're established Mm because like they have their own thing going right that makes sense um so yeah I just I keep I'm always open to actually I'm kind of desperate for so if anyone's in the UK wants to be friends hey Hey. (laughs) um but yeah I don't I don't try to like stay away. If anything, I understand why everyone sticks together because that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really comforting to have a sense of familiarity, and I I often get homesick because I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Anyone wants to be friends? <laughs> Hit rush <laughs> now. Text me. That's I probably right. won't reply for like a month, but text me. <laughs> Damn. Reply your messages, Rajni. <laughs> I'm bad at checking my phone, okay? <laughs> okay, it's okay. As long as you reply us, it's fine. Yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of homesickness, though, do you, how often do you guys get homesick? And how do you deal with it? Mm. Hmm, I don't get homesick. Is she? It's but like you had like a period where like you know right when they had the lockdown you were just at home like by by yourself right so i'm sure that time you were like dealing with homesickness too mm. at the time because i was doing ldr too i would say long distance relationship was the main reason why i came back mm. if you don't let my parents hear this they would they would hit the shit out of me man <laughs> But I would say, yeah, contrary to what other people may think why I came back, I came back because of LDR, mainly because of mm-hmm. that. So, um, mm-hmm. I would say like 60% and 40% family. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> but I mean, I feel like it's pretty reasonable. Like, would you say it was the right decision? Yes. I would say so, even though I miss out a, a big chunk of my uni life in Melbourne, but I would do the same again. I'm yeah. so full oh. behavior. <laughs> uh, how nice it is to be in love. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so sad, Singway. <laughs> It's fine, Singway. We still have our deal that if we're not married by like what thirty five, Singway and I are just gonna enter a like a common law marriage and live together and get a cat. Get a cat. That's right. Sounds good. She wants a dog. I want a cat. We're gonna be cat ladies. I want yeah. like a like a tiny like I want like a gray one and like a ginger. <laughs> I want one. a black cat. Ooh, I think they're so cool. Honestly, Actually, like, yeah. so cool, man. it suits your aesthetic. I have My an friend? aesthetic. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Black cat aesthetic. Um, stay away. Oh, hmm? 
How long has it been since you last came back? Uh, <laughs> this question makes me sad. Um, right now, I'm on an average of coming back once a year, which I hate. Yeah. Um, I came back at the end of first year, so like for summer. And then I didn't end up going back for Christmas. So it's because been I'm almost a year. Uh, wait. Ha- almost half a year. Huh? Mm. Almost half a year only. It's like five to six months. Feels like it's been a year. <laughs> oh, trust me. It feels like it's been a year for me too. <laughs> I, I saw you before you went back to UK as well, right? Oh, you we didn't we didn't meet we haven't seen each other in like two years dude yeah dude like legitimately <laughs> it's kind of crazy <gasps> yeah because we okay for context we all came back in the summer well she was home but Singway and I came back at the end of both of our first years to come back and like hang out at home see our friends and then Malaysia went into lockdown and no one could see anyone so yeah. I remember that. Oh my god, I forgot about that at all. Yep, we haven't seen each other in two years. Nice. I was so sad. Like I went back <laughs> and I was so sad. Yeah. Uh, you were like 20 minutes away from me and I just just couldn't see each other. It's like more painful than like knowing that it's like impossible because like you know you're yeah. practically like how many hours away. But then to know that you're 20 minutes away, but I still cannot see you. Long distance friendships. Yeah, Lishi didn't return for the long distance friendship. She returned for her long distance relationship. Relationship. My friendship wasn't going to break if I don't come back, so. How do you know? (laughs) Maybe I get you know. Um. No, but homesickness, I don't know why, but in first year, I didn't get homesick a lot, which I think is normal mm. because it's first year, yeah. like, so much going on. You just don't have the time to yeah. realize how much you miss home. Um, I definitely got homesick near the end and my birthday. That's when I got homesick. Now, though, I get homesick all the time. Oh. All the time. It's so annoying because I'll just, I think I was in, this is so embarrassing. I was in a grocery store. I was in an Asian grocery store and I smelt something that reminded me of the grocery store that I go to at home. And I shit you not, I started tearing up in the middle of the grocery store. It was the most embarrassing thing. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) That was funny though. You pretend you're yeah, in a music know. video, you know, like <laughs> and yeah. crying in the aisles of a grocery store. The celery is just too much for me right now. <laughs> How do you deal with homesickness? Homesickness. Can we just come back? Yeah. BTL, bro. BTL. <laughs> but like, I feel, I feel like homesickness, I don't really explicitly feel it. Like, I'll miss, like, my family in like certain instances like now like you know Chinese New Year of course I miss being back home and stuff like I'm like especially reminded of them but for the most part it's like uni and like schoolwork and like the fact that there's actually like a community here that I'm part of it it takes my mind off of it in a way Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for like the support system here like of course there's a lot of things that I would that I would be missing but like I can just call my family and like talk to them. So I guess it's it's like I keep I keep good communication with my family. So it's like not too bad in a way. Wow, look at you being all well adjusted. <laughs> Actually, it's like I, I feel like I don't have it half as bad because Singapore is really not too different from Malaysia. Like it's not such a like a drastic difference, you know. So it's like sometimes I feel like, yeah, I um, I have it pretty easy. Mm. Yeah. Like, if you want to actually come back, it's easier for you to come back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, culturally, it's not too different also. Ooh, that's interesting. What what cultural differences have you noticed since um, moving 
for uni but also moving for uni during the pandemic because I feel like that plays a huge role true but like honestly like yeah like I can blend in well that's what I noticed like Mm. people don't really notice that I'm Malaysian unless like I say it or I start speaking Chinese then they'll be like oh my god your accent your Malaysian (laughs) (laughs) because like their accent their Chinese accent is super like like proper in a way yeah, like for yeah. us it's like short form and very like, lazy yeah we, we like our like very slang. like yeah slang like all our mix like dialect hmm. slangs so mm, I mean I think the biggest difference is honestly just mindset and food like food what is do you like mean by mindset? same mindset as in like I think everyone here is super like and it's understandable because, like, you know, the country is densely populated and, like, you know, their biggest resource is human resource. So, you know, they don't have any other, like, natural resource that they can count on. And human resource is, yeah, it just, it just gets super competitive. And, like, for as, mm. from, like, a young age, even the education system that, you know, Singaporeans are put through is very much, like, um, I mean, they would call it a meritocracy, la, but I, I, there's a lot of opinions I have about it. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's not really a meritocracy if like some people are like just better off to begin with, right? And like they have more resources to like, but yeah, that's like another whole <laughs> conversation. But yeah, like it's just that kind of competitiveness, I think is not as strong in Malaysia. Like, People are generally, like, just to generalize, more laid back in Malaysia compared to in Singapore. Uh, mm. And, like, yeah, food-wise, then it's, like, the names of the foods are the same, but I would just classify it as a different cuisine altogether <laughs> because it's, like, it's different. Like, the pace that you expect is just not what you get. And even if it's somewhat close to what you, like, envision there's just something that you cannot pinpoint that is off about it mm. yeah. yeah I get like, that here too yeah it's like for okay for Singapore I don't know how it is in like like UK for like Malaysian food or like Singaporean food but like here everything is sweeter than I would expect mm-hmm. yes. yeah 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 it's like why is it sweet you know it there's like there's a lack of like an oomph factor. Yeah, like we like not necessarily like spice. Yeah. 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 Like we expect like flavor, like spice flavor mm-hmm. and like salt, but like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> just us shitting on cuisines. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think it's just that we're not used to it. Mm, like for yeah. them. For them, they say our food is too salty, like like Malaysian food is too salty or like too rich or like, like mm. I know like some of my friends say like you know KL Hokkien Mee is like black right, mm-hmm. like black and dark, mm-hmm. but their Hokkien Mee is different. Their Hokkien Mee is like a like a, almost like a seafood noodle. It's completely different. So That's like Hokkien Mee, is Hokkien Mee exactly not supposed to be like dark. No, like that's KL Hokkien Mee Yeah, Hokkien Mee and like here is like our. It's like prawn noodle, but like dry. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like I would have no problem with, with like their Hokkien Mee whatsoever until someone decides to tell me that <laughs> they think that Kiao Hokkien Mee is bad or like it's too heavy or they cannot like take it. Fight, fight, fight. Then I'll have issues lah. Then I'll have issues. But like otherwise... I mean, sure, you want to call it Hokkien Mee, call it Hokkien Mee, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, food here, well, I mean, food here is obviously different. I've had pretty good Malaysian food here, but like you said, there's just something missing, which is mm-hmm. no fault. Like, the vendor or whatever is just going to be different because, yes, it's just different. Um, culturally, though, Obviously, there are massive differences. With the pandemic, the biggest difference is how they react to it. Like, at home, everyone is, like, very careful, like, hyper-aware, always, mm. always, basically yes, always following. Yes, yes, yes. Which, that you could argue that at home, 
some people are too intense, mm-hmm. which I could see the argument for. Um, and like I respect it either way, but here it's very different in the sense that people react very differently to the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a general like yes, they they a lot of people don't follow the rules basically. Yeah. And it's about, all about freedom and human rights, right? Yeah. And I can I can see why because especially in the UK they've they've had lots of conflicting information. Like they keep going in and out of lockdowns and um they haven't had the greatest communication from their government, which understandably like they're really angry about. But it was a massive culture shock to me when I first got here and basically no one cared. Mm-hmm. Like no one like my first year. <laughs> Um, I caught COVID basically right. because oh my during freshers week like no one was wearing masks like no you couldn't go out there were at the time there was like a rule of six where you could only be with like six people from a household that sort of stuff um, but aside from that like no one was really like following COVID guidelines mm-hmm. and that was so much worse in like university because you have all these like young kids like trying to make friends right mm. yeah that resulted in me catching COVID which was really fun <laughs> I still remember that time where you just like called us and then you were like guys <laughs> I was so annoyed <laughs> oh yeah I was not well for a very long time I could resonate with what Roshni just said because um I was talking to a local from Australia and she was complaining about lockdowns and how how bad of a move that is for the government do that to their citizens but I was quite shocked because to me being like a coming from a conservative uh, more conservative country we as citizens we just listen and obey right Mm -hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that but she kept insisting and she kept blaming and talking bad about the country and why they shouldn't do that and yeah same I also got a culture shock from there like oh they actually um, they have more power than the government but in Malaysia the government has more power over like the people or rather they have just like more strong opinions about their like like, I guess freedom and like, yeah, like they have, but they also have more influence too. I would say. Mm. I guess it's more of an individualistic attitude as opposed to like a collective. Mm. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, maybe, yeah. At home, people are more likely. People are as angry and like more likely to complain and all of that. But at the end of the day, the collective tends to follow guidelines yeah yeah Mm, 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 it's more accurate to the same yeah Yeah. it's just different like i i get i get why they get angry to the point where they don't care about the rules yeah but Mm. it's just different yeah oh that was heavy (laughs) (laughs) sorry to any australian british singaporean malaysian people we've offended (laughs) Like um, Singapore is like generally people just like do what they're told. So yeah. <laughs> like it's like even more the case here than Malaysia in my opinion. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Topia. Dystopia. Dystopia. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um no, I my biggest thing that I've realized with the pandemic um is that you've I've had to adjust my relationships so much like be that with family or friends Mm -hmm. it's changed so much but at the same time nothing has changed if that makes sense like at the very core each relationship is the same but the way in which you You interact interact. Mm -hmm. it's just completely changed the like playing field Mm. Uh, would you, you say that like it was 
would you mm-hmm. say it strengthened like strengthen the bonds or did it kind of like make it so that every bond that you had it just like it couldn't grow like it was just stagnant like got frozen in time kind of thing a bit of both it depended on the relationship like my more stable relationships now have been strengthened like we're fine obviously um but strike <laughs> stop Gabby that's terrible um no but some friendships definitely end it just because they weren't meant to be carried out online like we're definitely more in-person friends and other relationships have definitely stagnated like I found myself always being like oh it's okay I'll just tell you when I'm home or I'll tell you when I see you and all of that but this has been going on for like two years and Mm. I don't know when I'm going to see them Mm. and at some point if the gap gets big enough you just have nothing to talk about anymore yeah like there's too much to catch you up on so what's the point in catching you up yep right in a way that's kind of like a blessing in disguise would you say because it's Mm -hmm. like you filter out the ones that matter yes yes i will i will say so too i feel like it helped me be more selective of the friends that i choose to be with because mm. mm. if I don't really like that person, I have an excuse, you know. Now I have an excuse. <laughs> I think it's the same for everyone else. Because it's not easy to meet up with people nowadays. You tend to pick the ones that you actually enjoy or haven't seen in a long time. Mm. Go out with them. You don't just... At least for me, I don't go out every day with mm. anyone. When I choose to go out, I make sure it's... It's... Um, it's gonna make me feel good substantial yeah and it's gonna help the both of us you know me and the other person in terms of um, improve strengthening our friendships family yeah, I think that also comes with being with getting older is that mm-hmm. you just <laughs> you have less of a bandwidth for casual acquaintance friendships mm-hmm. that sort of vibe because it's nice and you you should have acquaintances acquaintances are always like useful to have but I felt like when I was younger I had more acquaintances than actual friends and now I just don't have the patience like why 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 am I wasting your time why are you wasting my time honestly if you are just an acquaintance to Roshni just expect a month late reply from her (laughs) I like to live in the moment (laughs) sure don't check my phone okay but interestingly right now that we're on this topic I realized that as much as I I acknowledge that I am being so more selective with my friendships and like I keep the ones that are like uh like that matter close to me anyway like mm-hmm. these days especially like 2022 I've been like I guess in a way like challenging myself more to like come out of my shell and like meet more people mm-hmm. and like that's been like doing me quite a lot of good too because it's like I guess I see the value in like loose connections in a way like those that just kind of mm. like, like keep keep you like social in a way mm. yeah mm. like <clears throat> and that like, you learn a lot from like just meeting new people and like sharing your lives and like hearing about their lives I think it's like it, it, mm-hmm. it, it kind of just opens up like my mind a lot which is which I've been appreciating yeah mm. I think it's oh. it's good to uh, meet new people from time to time mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. during this especially, especially when we are in uni right it's all about meeting new people yeah so yeah I think we all should keep doing that I also That's started right. enjoying it more like meeting new people which is new for me because I used to hate that like Mm. I I used to hate like small talk and having the same general outline of a conversation again and again but now it's kind of comforting Mm -hmm. and it's interesting to like learn about the basics of someone's life Mm, yeah makes me feel 40 but it's nice (laughs) (laughs) why 40 Um, specifically 
don't know. That seems like such a, such a like middle aged thing to say, right? Like, oh, I love learning about your life. Tell me about yours. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've been a forty year old soul since since high school, man. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're gonna be fine at forty. Like, the grandma of our group. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost group. 9 p.m. Ishi. It's almost bedtime. Okay, not fun. <laughs> um, okay, what would you say is the biggest thing that the pandemic has taught you about yourself? Damn, deep question. Damn, really? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're 40. You can do this. That's right. I asked the question, but I don't even know what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why don't we throw that question to our listener? Tell us about <laughs> 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 We don't nice. have shit to say. You tell us. <laughs> um, okay. For me, I guess the biggest thing is the pandemic has taught me is that I am a lot more different of a person than I than I thought I was in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, the perception I had of myself mm-hmm. is so different to who I ended up being, mm-hmm. both in good and bad ways. But yeah, like when I graduated high school and everything, I had a much, um, I feel like I was, I, I thought of myself as a different person. Mm-hmm. And in, in good ways, I've turned out to be more resilient, like better at coping with change, because I always thought that I was terrible at coping with change. Um, and I'm, I'm a lot more calm than I thought I would be. Um, and obviously there are flaws too. Like I expected myself to handle challenges of uni better than I have. Uh, that's I'm, like, not, I'm not mad about that though because uh, it is what it is yeah. how do you sis but yeah I'm I'm like an onion I have I have layers that's right Lishi <laughs> what has it been taught you yeah Lishi go oh Lishi I'm I've no idea man it's not it's a lot of it's a lot of things I've learned like what Roshni said was also very true to me as well it's like I learned more about myself and I guess I think the biggest lesson I've learned is that I'm more vulnerable than I think I am Ooh, that's I thought. Mm. Yep. Um, I'm actually more fragile. I have more issues deep down, and <laughs> mm. I have a lot more things mm. to work on because I have so much time to think about myself, right? And so much thing to mm. reflect about every single thing that I have done. Yeah, I just noticed a lot of trauma in my life <laughs> that needs to be solved. Mm. But yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned. So your takeaway from the pandemic is that you potentially need therapy. <laughs> I, I actually, yeah. Same, honestly, same. Girl, like, actually, like, yeah, that was actually what I was going to say. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we all, all have issues. issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I really realized like how much I, you know, need, I guess, help to like kind of understand what's going on in my head. Cause mm-hmm. I think like, I thought I was like independent, like I could do things and everything, but like, I mean, I was, I'll, I'll give myself credit, right? But it's like, mm-hmm. I suffered a lot also. Yeah. There have been many ups and many downs. <laughs> But, but hey, 
It's life. It's yeah. I guess we're better now than we were a few months back. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely grown. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. nothing else, the Check pandemic has made us grow. I feel like our listener would, would like, um, would relate to this a lot because mm. I know a lot of, of us are going through the same shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hit yeah. Like, and like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us five stars, guys. Okay, neither of you are in charge of promotion anymore. <laughs> yeah, but oh my god, like what you said, right? I feel like I always feel quite a like. I mean, we talk about this, right? But I would, I would still feel alone in my circle, like here in Singapore, like with my struggles and stuff. Like sometimes I, I, I don't know if I can like necessarily have someone here understand what I'm going through so yeah like I think it, it'll be helpful for like people who are going through the same thing you just yeah we are here guys we're, we're here girl we're or like guys <laughs> faking it till they make it that's that's all you can do yeah and you will make it that's right and if you don't Oops. I don't know. Oops. I'm rushing about it. <laughs> I don't know how to help you. I don't even know how to help me. Um, but yeah. What, what a time to be alive. That's right. We are part of history, guys. We are part of history. <sighs> That's like the worst consolation. <laughs> I you don't like, be part of history. I don't know, like, you should like keep one of the COVID tests or something like that, right? And then like a few years down the road or whatever, then you'll yeah, be like, I was part of it, like. <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah, you, you, have... you, you see those signs, right? That say like vaccinated only. <laughs> yeah. You think that and then like a few years down the road, it's going to be like a museum thing. Like you display at the museum. Singular here is promoting theft ghost signs so that in the future you have things to donate to a museum. Correct. Actually, you could sell all of your stuff and make make money. Mm-hmm. It's it's a business endeavor. Exactly. <laughs> Thinking ahead, you know. So to wrap up, rob your local stores. Correct. Um, fake it when you make it, and. You're gonna be fine, unless you're not. Who knows? But like, yeah, um, don't don't be afraid to like seek help if you have the privilege to do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just remember that everyone is pretty much going through the same thing, even if no one's willing to talk about it. That's right. That's why we are here, right? <laughs> yeah. <Wink. laughs> Ew. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um that's the end of this week's podcast thank you for listening if you have thoughts on any of the things that we've talked about please let us know we would love to hear it um and hopefully see you next week bye bye